It's time to punch the losers in the face. Okay, y'all been waiting. It's about that time. This is Nate Burleson. You listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. Welcome to Fantasy Welcome to Football. Fantasy football. Come on, man. Give me the trumpet. It's the NFL. Greatest show we've ever seen. 1920 to 2019. Every moment is meant to be. We've been balling every year for a century. Do it for the fans. Give you what you wanted. Celebrate all year. We keeping it 100. You missed last season. I feel bad for your son. We got 99. Welcome to Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. Kitchen Radio. Kitchen Radio. Hey, no more debating, man. Time is to go. While we at it, so is this coach. Bill Belichick a genius. The man is thrifty. No cap, Brady might play till he's fifth. The fantasy football. The fantasy football. Different kind of zone. Cooking in KC like brisket off the bone. That Chiefs and Rams game had so much. The fantasy football. The fantasy football. On a Monday night, I think had the no call. Welcome to fantasy football. Like the Pledge of Allegiance. The Jag fell off. See how quick that faded. The Browns upgraded when Odell got We're taking your team to the next level. It's Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. This is Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. You want your team to win? Call us now. Fantasy Football. All right, here it is, Week 5 Fantasy Football Soul Kitchen Radio. I am your man Rick Camacho, and with me today is, of course, the legend. Legend sitting in Florida today, might I add. Memphis Lou, what's happening? What's good, Memphis Lou? What's going on, Square Man? I'm enjoying this Florida sun. It feels so good down here sitting on the beach in Daytona. But uh, I had to come inside for a few so we can do some fantasy football updates. With Soul Kitchen Radio, baby. That's right. And this, it, who's who's got that four hundred eight number sitting on our sitting on the line right now? Is that Chance? Four hundred eight number. No, nah. no, nah, it's your boy Philly Phil coming in one time. Okay, there it is, man. So look, so Lou, I didn't even tell you, but today we definitely got an insider. We got a Philly Phil Raiders insider, and he's going to speak a little bit about what's happening and what to expect with the silver and black. So I know Phil is in the middle of uh, doing his doing his thing, working today. But, Phil, give us a little insight of what's happening out there in London. What can we expect? Is, is it going to be a back attack today? I don't think so. Honestly, the Bears came in Friday, the Friday afternoon, and to me that was a huge mistake because the Raiders left Sunday after the game with the Colts and went straight to London. Usually the, t- usually the team that shows up later is the one that gets blown out because that's a, that's a hard adjustment on a six-hour, on a, what is it, a nine-hour time difference and a 15-hour flight. Yeah, and so that's crazy. Uh, 
Tyrell Williams, Tyrell Williams, Richie Incognito, J.J. Nelson are all going to be game-time decisions. Uh, Incognito's got a back. Tyrell Williams has got a foot. They're supposed to give him a shot. And J.J. Nelson is on that wait-and-see type tip. So we're going to see what exactly they got. If they can't go, Marcel Aitman has been upgraded to active. And you're looking at Aitman. You're looking at uh, Keelan Doss. You're looking at Trevor Davis and David Harris, as along with Hunter Renfro, as your receivers today. So if you got Darren Waller going on your fantasy football team or Josh Jacobs, now's a good time to play him. Okay, so what do you think about uh, Tyrell Williams over Keelan Doss being Tyrell Williams a game-time decision? Would you play Doss over Williams? Yes. I, yes. I, okay. yes, I would. To me, he's got a foot injury, and, and heading into the bye, honestly, I don't think it's a smart idea to be playing games with your number one wide receiver. If he got a foot injury or as many as many injuries as he's had, he's had a hip pointer, a foot injury, he's been ill, I'm like, get that, get that man some rest because you're going to need him for the full 16 games, not just one, not to trot him out there against the Bears and get him hurt on a on a foreign field with some who knows what's going on with that field and then lose him for the year cuz we we're 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 at a situation where we got bodies dropping like flies All right yeah so tell everybody real quick Phil where they can read your where they can read your uh your blogs You can read my blogs at theraiderramble.com my second home is Bleacher Report cuz that's where they all end up cuz I write them so good you can catch my podcast at The Unfiltered Truth. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, YouTube, uh, what else? Some other stuff. Or if all else fails, you can just Google me, Philip Robinson the Third, and everything will pop up. All right, Philip Robinson the Third. All right, Philip Phil, man, we appreciate you coming on. You just, you just stand on with us? Are you? Are you? I, I got off. a couple minutes for y'all. Take. I got a couple minutes for you, Rick. Okay. This man, about yes, celebrities yes, in sir. the house today. Hey, man, we trying to we trying to do it for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? All right, so, so what you got? What's, what's popping out there in in Florida? What what's them Cowboys looking like? The Cowboys is on a run right now. I'm loving it. Yeah, the Cow- Zeke is my Dallas Cowboys. Zeke has been having a great good. time, man. Man, 16 points against New Orleans, 15 against Miami, 19 against Washington. Started the league off with 12 against the Giants, and and I'm hoping Zeke just rolls into Green Bay today and and takes off. What what you got? What what do you think about uh, Green Bay with Randall Cobb going into Green Bay today? Is he a play or or what's up with Randall Cobb? Man, I think Randall Cobb is going to handle business, but you have to temper that those expectations with him, with uh, Michael Gallup coming back today. I, I truly believe that Michael Gallup is the clear-cut number two in Dallas. Uh, the first two games he played, Gallup balled out. You know, then he got injured, so you know, Cobb is able to get some more touches in, but Cobb is going to be a great slot receiver. The Dallas Cowboys are going to have to throw the ball today. They're going to have to throw – to open up the run, and so I think you're going to see Gallup get some touches. You're going to see Cobb get touches. You're damn sure going to see um, 
just the ball just thrown around to everybody. Jason Witten's going to get him some, too, and Zeke is going to run it down their throat third quarter, fourth quarter. Man, let's, let's hope so. Oh, Tyron Williams just got the just got the O on his name. So, yep. just to let y'all know, out there at Philly Field, Tyron Williams just got that O right next to his name. He is not playing today. He is officially out. So, good call. That's that insider knowledge right there. I just want to touch on the on the boy situation, though. The the Cowboys are, have a deficiency on the offensive line. What, I want to know what the Tyron Smith is looking like because he was hurt last last at the end of the game last week, and I don't know if he's playing or not this week. But Green Bay's got one hell of a defense, and and they're they're especially for their corners, Jair Alexander or Jairi Alexander, ain't no joke. But Michael Gallup to me is the Cowboys' number one. He's had a better he's had a better consistent production than Amari every time he's touched the field. Let's see, I, I still I still have to give the old man the credit. You know, uh, this is this is Gallup's second year. Yeah, he's coming on strong. He's been handling business. You know, but I still have to defer to Big Cooper because he has done what he what he needed to do. And I, I think with the offensive line, uh, Tyron Smith's injury is not as terrible as they initially thought that it was. Uh, he's not going to play today, and but I think he should be back uh, next week. It's just an ankle sprain, you know, and we don't want to don't want to rush the guy back too fast, and you know have it, you know, exacerbate a small injury and turn it into something big. This is a game that we can win without him. Uh, we have good backups on the line, you know, and we're going to grind it out, and we can run the ball towards that side. You know, so if they bring defensive ends or an extra linebacker over there, we can run the ball that way, you know, drive the offense through that area. We'll be all right. I think America team, America's team handles business today. America's team handles business. And it goes out and gets it done. All right, so I'm in the waiver <laughs> wires, guys. And – because I got Tyrell Williams, I'm looking at my I'm looking at my lineup in one of my leagues, and I, I swear to God, this year has been the worst season so far. I started 0 and 7 for my first week with all seven of my leagues. Oh my God, 0 and 7, and I'm slowly Goodness. I'm slowly starting to work my way up. But let me tell you this fantastic trade I made this week, and let me tell you, you guys ask me or tell me if it was a good move or if it was a bad move. This week, I got rid of Saquon Barkley. I sure did. I sat him down. I, I got rid of him. Somebody offered me, offered him, offered somebody else. I got, I, I traded Saquon Barkley for Todd Gurley. How is that? How is that? Oh, boy. I, I don't think that's a bad trade. I mean, especially they, they're going to have to wait on Saquon. Saquon's going to be out for a few more weeks. Uh, Todd Gurley is going to be able to produce today. And I think Todd Gurley has more of an upside to him uh, with his offense versus uh, Saquon Barkley. So I think you're the winner in that one. Yeah, in fact, what Todd Gurley already produced. On Thursday, well, Todd Gurley produced smoking. 20 points. <laughs> yeah, he's thinking he's got so, it. He's smoking. Nah. So I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm almost in the camp with you, Rick. I actually traded uh, Barkley last week or week before last uh-huh. when he first got injured and they said that he was going to be out eight weeks. Uh, 
he may be out. He may be out another couple more weeks, but when he come when he comes back, the change of quarter the change of quarterback has done wonders for the Giants. They're actually winning games, and yeah. because Daniel Jones can throw the ball, I actually think that while Gurley is producing for you right now. In the long run, when Barkley comes back, that's going to that's gonna be a move that puts you at a disadvantage because he's going to be facing less stacked boxes. Play action pass is going to work a hell of a lot better, and it's going to open up that Giants offense. But, but Coach, you got to think about it like this. Fantasy football that we play is week by week, and you have a guy who's going to be out of the box for eight weeks, a guy who's not going to touch the field for eight weeks, you have he's to get points in that time. You know, if, if he's not there to score points for you and you can get Todd Gurley there for you, that means the difference between going to the playoffs and staying at home. You know, so, yeah, Saquon Barkley may, uh, once he returns, put up 20, 25, 30 points, and you may look bad, but you'll still be in the hunt because Todd Gurley will keep you serviceable uh, up until the playoffs. And, you know, and then here's my two cents in it because it's, it took me a minute to really pull the trigger because I love Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley was my keeper, of course, and, and I love what the, what the kid brought into, into the Giants last year. I love the change of the quarterback at, at, in New York, and so it really was a hard, a hard decision for me because now we got, now we got, um, we got what's call it coming off of suspension, Golden Tate coming off of suspension. Certainly Shepard is doing his thing out there in New York, and that's going to open up the run even more. And you see it already. You see it already with the with the second string running back doing his thing. Um, I was starting to think long term. Like if I keep Saquon, I'll keep him long term, and then I'll be ready for the playoffs. But the way my season has started, it's been terrible. I had to make a move, and I just I went ahead and pulled the trigger because sometimes you just have to do some ridiculous out-the-box moves in order to turn your whole fantasy season around, and that's kind of like what I did right there. I made a I made an out-of-the-box decision. I have to restructure my team like, like the Raiders had to restructure everything. So I'm going to head into the playoffs, and hopefully this is what I'm thinking now. For all you Barkley owners are going to hate me, I hope the Giants put him in against New England because they want, they want to win New England so bad that the Giants put – Saquon Barkley in against New England, and he further injures his shit, and he's just out for the whole season, and they can use him next year. <laughs> cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. <laughs> They're not going to laugh at my son going, see, great trade. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Everybody out, <laughs> check it out. If you guys want to call in, it's 516-418-5986, 516-418-5986. Fancy football. We got Francho Ranchez in route, getting ready to call in. I have no idea what's up with Misha. I don't, Misha's probably climbing trees in Botswana or some shit right now. I have no idea where that guy has been. But we're going to be right back. We do got Philly Phil from the from the Raider Report and the Unfiltered Truth sitting in with us today. We'll be right back. It's Fancy Football, Soul Kitchen Radio. On, on Soul Kitchen Radio, tennis, tennis, fantasy football. He hurt his body. He's like he's human after all. Kitchen Radio, Tennessee, Tennessee football. Dirty, dirty, dirty <laughs> bastard. 
John Gruden calling on behalf of the Oakland Raiders ticket department. I'm calling to congratulate you on renewing your Raiders season tickets for the 2018 season. We are excited to have you back. If you ever need anything, give us a call at 1-800-RAIDERS or log on at myaccount.raiders.com. I'm looking forward to seeing you at the Coliseum this season. Go Raiders! Yo, what's up? This is Lincoln Kennedy, the Oakland Raiders. You're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. Raider Nation, one love, baby. Fantasy. Hey, what's up? This is Nate Burleson. You listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. Fantasy football. Fantasy football. Hi, this is Herm Edwards on Soul Kitchen Radio. Fantasy football. Fantasy football. Fantasy football. We're taking your team to the next level. It's Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. This is Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. You want your team to win? Call us now. Fantasy Football. All right, Soul Kitchen Radio, Fantasy Football. And, yes, we are getting, we're getting ready to get into something that we call the Creeper Sleeper. And we want to know who is your sleeper out there. 516-418-5986. We're looking for some fantasy sleepers. Who is your creeper sleeper? And it's definitely, I love, I love it now because it's already October and we're getting into this stuff. Let's see where that's coming from. Oh, that must be, that must be you. Oh, that's on the beach. That's, they going crazy out there, huh? Oh, yeah, Memphis News out there on the beach in Florida. Tell us about your trip before we get into the trip of sleeper, Lou. What's going on out there? Man, I- I'm going to tell you, I am I am all about Jacoby Brissett. Um, you know, no, no one thought this guy would handle business. Um, and all he's done is score fantasy football points. That's it. That's all he's done, score fantasy football points. And if, if my computer will come on, <laughs> I'll be able to get my stats back <laughs> for you. But, uh, it, but Jacoby Brissett has just handled business, 20-plus points uh, in every game. And, um, you know, and nobody saw it coming. And I, I want to say that he's only owned in like 50 cent, 50% of fantasy football leagues, 57% this morning. There he is. Yeah, he's projected to get 24 points today. Um, he's, he's just been a beast, man. Uh, you know, everybody's all sold on, you know, your, your big name, big starting top-tier quarterback. But here's a guy who came in, you know, with, with no warning. Uh, luck stepped down. He had to, you know, hang it up for personal reasons. And Brissett has done nothing but handle business. Week one against the Chargers, 20 points. Against the Tennessee Titans, 21.4 points. Against Atlanta, 26.8 points. And then 27.6 points against the Oakland Raiders. I mean, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, two touchdowns, three touchdowns. This is what you need. And this is not what people expected from a quarterback like Jacoby Brissett. And, you know, he's out there. Like I said, he's available. 
in in 57% of the league. So, man, go get him. Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) It is time for your creeper sleeper. Kobe Brissett. Sleeping <laughs> <laughs> and sleeping on the Kobe Brissett. So I'm going to come with my creeper sleeper, man. And and it's not Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. I love what Josh Allen has been doing. But I don't think Josh Allen is a creeper sleeper. He's putting up 20 points against the Jets, 26 against the Giants, 22 against Cincinnati, and then 10 against New England. But that's not my creeper sleeper, Lou. My creeper sleeper is your boy, Cole Beasley, that moved from <laughs> my God. Cole Beasley yes, that yes. left the, the Star City and decided he wanted to go up north where he has to buy bigger jackets and, and, and wear hoodies and beanies all day. Cole Beasley has been a beast. Up in Buffalo, he's called Beastly. I mean, he put up seven points against against the Jets. Nine targets, five receptions, 40 yards. Against the Giants, he had four targets for 83 yards for nine points. Cincinnati, he put up 10 targets, um, eight receptions, 48 yards with a two-point conversion. Against New England, he had 75 yards for 12 points. But he is just remains a creeper sleeper because he's gonna be he's gonna turn into Josh Allen's go to guy. And so for that, my man Cole Beasley, your man Cole Beasley Lou, gets one of these. <laughs> All right. Filthy Phil. Unfiltered truth. Who's a creeper sleeper out there to you? In the family. My land. creeper sleeper. Mike, you hold hold on to your knickers, girls. My creeper sleeper <laughs> is Crab Stealing, famous Jameis. Ruth Arians has got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by an end. They're putting up points. <laughs> then his quarterback coach, Byron Leftwich, is out. It's not quarterback coach, offensive coordinator now. Byron Leftwich is out there calling plays, and together they are making it happen. They got they got uh, famous Jameis making the right reads. They got wide receivers getting open. They got a run a little bit of a running game going so he can get the play action happening. But more importantly than anything else, they're getting his mechanics under control so that his accuracy is where it needs to be. And famous is the guy that nobody's paying attention to, especially even though they can drop fifty five on the Rams. And I see Saints yeah. going into the Voodoo Dome and having a big game against <laughs> having a big game against the Saints. So do you think hey, that, I, I so that, that, that so you don't think that Tampa Bay game against the Rams was kind of like a fluke because of the Rams defense? No, you have to, you have to stop because and the, consider what, what did you do the week before. What did they do? So, okay, and that's a valid valid point. That's a very valid point. But to that, I'll say this. 
Bruce Arians is in his first year with Tampa Bay. Byron Leftwich is in his first year as offensive coordinator. So they have weapons in Tampa Bay. They just need to work around and figure out how to use them and get acclimated to it. And I think that what you saw against the Rams is actually a precursor for something else. Because if you stop and really consider, Seattle looked awesome against the Rams and still only put up 30. The uh, Buccaneers put up an additional 25 points on the very same defense. Yeah, you're right. So the Bucs the Bucks actually put up, let me see, 50, 80, wow. 100. The Bucs have 130 points already this season, you know, going mm-hmm. into week five. And, yes, uh, against the Giants, he put up 380 passing yards and three touchdowns. So he has a total of three, four, um, five. He already has six touchdowns. So, yeah, Jameis Winston, famous Jameis, you get one of these. Famous Jameis is back, baby. <laughs> yeah, you get that creeper sleeper, famous Jameis Winston, man. We'll look and see what happens, you know, because it could go down in that uh, in that dome out there. And we'll see because, because on the other side, on the other side, we got Sleepyhead. Sleepyhead is, is, is playing pretty good. And you guys wonder who is Sleepyhead? Who who is Sleepyhead, Lou? When you decide to fall asleep on the on the field against when he was playing for Minnesota. Man, that was just grade A foolishness. <laughs> grade, a, grade A foolishness. How in the hell do you fall asleep on the field? Garbage. <laughs> Straight up garbage. No, I think it was more of a concussion. What? Who? The, it's slipping my mind right now. Um, I'm trying to trying to catch it. Trying to catch it. Hold hold. Quarterback for New Orleans right now is Teddy Bridgewater. That's Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Mr. Sleepyhead. Teddy Bridgewater gave us the he, business he had, last week. Hey, Teddy Bridgewater, he had the him. You could do a whole you could do a whole thing of memes with Teddy Bridgewater in the front position sleeping and Manny Pacquiao in the back position sleeping because they both had the same they both ended up in the same spot. <laughs> Damn. They but both the look crazy. Off. But Bridgewater is but Teddy Bridgewater is actually having a great season so far. Since he came in, well, he didn't do too good against Dallas. If you wanted to use Teddy Bridgewater, he only had 6.52 points, 193 passing yards, an interception, and three rushing attempts against Dallas. Seattle yeah, had 177 yards, two, two touchdowns, three rushing yards. So Teddy Bridgewater is still Teddy Bridgewater. Right. right. I mean, he's never going to be. Never gonna be he's giving pedestrian numbers. Dude, dude got ten points against the Rams, nineteen against Seattle, ten and a half against Dallas. You know, and, and they're not expecting this guy to come and light it up. They're not expecting him to be Drew Brees. They want him to be Trent Dilfer. They want him to manage the ship. They want him to walk it down like a Joe Flacco uh, back in the day and let the defense handle business. They just, you know, give it to Kamara, 
throw the ball off, dump it here and there, you know, run slants or whatnot. So Teddy Bridgewater's job is not to run do it. It's just to manage. 200 yards is more than enough for Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I agree. So we'll see what happens with Teddy Bridgewater. All right, here we go. Let's let's keep it moving. Let's go with our top three picks for week five in fantasy football. And of course, you got to exclude the Rams and the Seahawks, unless you want to, um, Chris, because Chris Carson had a hell of a night. You know, with 22 rushing attempts, 118 rushing yards, two targets, five receptions, and a touchdown, a receiving touchdown. Makes him a PPR giant, Chris Carson. What a great night that Thursday night game was. We've had two weeks in a row with great Thursday night games. And is that something that's going to change? Is the NFL finally catch something? Or are we going to further see the Bills and the Jags later on on a Thursday night game or the, or the, or the Browns and the, and the fucking Chargers or something on Thursday night? <laughs> you know? But I, I, I tell you this Thursday night games they're they're a task for me because you got some college games on that are good you got still work stuff going on on Thursday you know and it's like man we got professional football you know so if it's a crappy game you know I can spot watch it here and there but you know when you got some headliners like the last couple of weeks man it's tough it's tough to, to you know to stop what you're doing because sitting down and watching an NFL game is almost a religious experience. You have to shut the world out. You have to sit down and just take it all in, you know. So for my own personal reasons, I'm not a big fan of good Thursday night games. And, and as the bartender here is saying, she's wearing her Seattle Seahawks shirt, you know, Russell Wilson put on a damn clinic this past Thursday, you know. And hopefully uh, December the 5th when my Cowboys go to Chicago, Dak Prescott can do the same in the cold at Soldier Field. Yeah, I, I love those games. What, what's your thoughts on Thursday night games, Phil? Hey, they've been a lot better than they have been in the past. Like like you guys have been saying, they've been enjoyable. They've been fun to watch. They've been back and forth, which is this, this is what the league had in mind when they when they brought up the whole idea of Thursday night games. Personally, I prefer two Monday night games, but the Thursday, but the last stretch they've had have been good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. In fact, I'll tell you one one downfall about these Thursday night games, which really killed me, was if you're playing in a fantasy league and you have and you're playing the full defense, which most people most people in their leagues that's how they play. I think we're a little we're a little different when we play IDP in our leagues. But when you're playing full defense, mm-hmm. and I have a couple teams like that where I played the Los Angeles Rams as my team, and when these games go back to back and they're putting up 60 points in a game. Um, I only got three points from the Los Angeles Rams. Luckily, the guy I was playing was playing Seattle, and he only got four points from Seattle. So it kind of it kind of bounced off and evened itself out, but that sucks. That was crazy. And on Thursday nights, what am I doing? I'm coaching football already. I'm coaching. In fact, I can't wait for Chancho to get on here because – we're playing this week against his alma mater, which is uh, which is Monta Vista High School, where Zach Ertz went, and he always says tells us that he stole Zach Ertz's girlfriend and shit. So we'll see what she's <laughs> <get on> <laughs> Hey, 
Because Zach Ertz got the money. He can get all the women now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Also, because because it's been a minute since we were on, we're going to go ahead and we're going to call Mom and we're going to find out. Because, yes, Mom is 82, 82 now, going on 83 this year. So we're going to get her on the phone in a minute. We're going to find out what uh, – Get her pick. We're gonna find out what's going on with what with, with her picks are. And so right now, let's uh I know Philly Phil gotta get out of here. So Phil, last words. Tell us what you expect for today. What's going on and once again, where can people follow you and listen to your show? Uh you can catch me at the Unfiltered Truth, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker. Uh, we got Anchor, it's on Anchor, YouTube, and part of the IESportsRadio.com family. You can read my writing at the littleramble.com. Catch me on Bleacher Report, Google Phil Robinson III. And as for today, for the game of my personal interest, I believe that the record even with, without J.J. Nelson, Tyrell Williams, or well, who's the other lackey? Uh, no Gabe Jackson, and then there was somebody else. I still think that they get it done today against the Bears in a low-scoring game because Chase Daniels sucks, and the Ra- and the Bears' rushing attack can be contained. So look for Oakland 21-17 in London. All right, there it is, Oakland 21-17. <laughs> Good show. All right, fellas. Enjoy your, enjoy your day, Phil. Talk to you all later. All right. All right, brother. All right, the unfiltered truth. That's unfiltered. P H I L T E R E D. Unfiltered truth with uh, Phil Robinson. Yeah, that's that dude. Super cool. So we're hey, waiting. He's legit, man. He got he got all the credentials. Yeah. Yeah, you know he he does the sideline reporting for he does sideline reporting for Cal Berkeley. Um, he gets in and does some reporting. He, he's a super diehard Raider reporter. Um, I work with him, so now seeing him, and I was talking to him for a while, and I was like, I need to get you on this show, bro, because you know what the fuck you're talking about. That's what's up. So, yes. How would I saying? I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're gonna get mom on the phone real quick, Lou, and let's get All her right. picks. And... All right, let's call it right here. You got the schedule up in front of you, Lou? Can you do this pick? It's up right now. All right. Hello? Hey, Mom. You're live on the radio, Soul Kitchen Radio. Oh, you're in the radio right now? Yeah, you're live on the radio with me and Memphis Lou. Oh, well, uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I didn't know you were on the radio right now. So hey, what Ms. are you Branson. doing? Ricky? Can you hear can you hear Lou? He's saying hi. I no, I just hear you, but tell him hi too for me anyway. <laughs> I, I, can I hear can't hear him, but I'm I'm hearing you. Can Go you ahead, hear Lou. me now? Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, I can hear you, yeah. I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, hi Rick to you and you. whoever's working with Ricky and Steph on the radio. All right. Yeah. So we want to get little, your, your Ricky pick there for with you? football this year. 
Oh, he's upstairs. Uh, Ricky? So, but Lou's, Lou's talking to you now, Mom. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, we want to get your uh, picks for football this week. You ready? Yeah, uh, okay. All right. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks versus the, uh, the L.A. Rams. Who do you got? Mm, the L.A. Rams. Okay, see, so that, that just lets you know, everybody. She doesn't know what's going on. That game's already been played. The Seahawks won that game 30-29, to 29, but it's good. It's all good. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's all good. I don't play football. Right. <laughs> right. So the next one, the Colts versus the Chiefs. Colts. Uh, um, well, I don't know who's who, but anyway, I'll say the Chiefs, I guess. I don't know. The Chiefs. I think that's a good call. <laughs> next I don't one know who the they Denver are. Broncos. The Denver Broncos or the L.A. Chargers? The L.A. Chargers. L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. All right, the Atlanta Falcons or the Dallas I – mean, the Houston Texans. I'm sorry, I went way back. Uh, uh, well, the, the ones from Texas. All right, the Houston Texans. All right, the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Carolina Panthers? Mm. Uh, the Panthers. All right, the New England Patriots or the Washington racist name Redskins. Mm. Uh, <laughs> not those the first ones that you mentioned. The Patriots. The Patriots. All right, got them in. All right, the Ravens, Baltimore Ravens versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I guess. I don't know. All right, the Philadelphia. <laughs> hey, but you're making good picks. The Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles or the New York Jets? The New York Jets. Jets. J E T S. Jets. 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 The Minnesota Vikings or the New York Giants? The what? The Minnesota Vikings or the New York Giants? The New York Giants. Okay. You calling for a New York sweep? What? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the New Orleans Saints? The New Orleans Saints. Oh, hey, uh, I'm here. Sister love that. (laughs) Well, Ricky, I don't know Uh, if I picked the right guy. I don't know. You you got him right. The the Chicago Bears or the uh, L.A. Or the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders, of course. Oakland. The Oakland Raiders. Hey, Mama. What? Uh, can I ask a uh, real question? Real quick. Okay. What, uh, uh, what are you guys going on for tonight? Uh, you what? It's a, I apologize. Uh, it's me, Barack. It's a I real don't know president. who that is. It's President Barack Obama, the real president. Oh, Barack Obama. Yes, I love him. Him and his wife. Well, Michelle's here, too. And their kids, uh-huh. Well, uh, they're gone now, so now me and Michelle uh, can get a little wild again. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I, I wish you guys would be president again. Well, you know, I'm uh, kind of enjoying uh, not doing that again. Really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No. Well, I wish that you guys were pre- I wish Barack Obama was president. <laughs> Hey, a bunch of us do. Don't we all? Yeah, I know. 
Okay, hold on. Yeah, hey, hey, Brock, but, hold on for a second. got to finish these picks. Where, where are we at? How many, how many things we got left? All right, all right. We're, we're, we're almost done. So the, the Buffalo Bills or the Tennessee Titans? Uh, 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 Buffalo Bills, I guess. I don't know. I don't even know who they are. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Next up, the Arizona Cardinals or the Cincinnati Bungles? The first ones that you mentioned. Okay, the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. Arizona. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay. And the big game, the Green Bay Packers versus America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. You love the Dallas Cowboys, huh, Mom? Yeah, I like anybody from Texas, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, you forget I lived over there in San Antonio and stuff. All right, so I'm going to run back over your pick. We got the Rams, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Texans, the Panthers, the Patriots, the Steelers, the Jets, the Giants, the Saints, the Raiders, the Bills, the Cardinals, and the Cowboys. We're going to post those to Twitter and uh, let the world know, you know, who you picked, and hopefully you're going to help somebody win some money today. Yeah, and Ricky's going to split some of that money in case he wins something. He could give some money to his mother. That's right, Rick. Right. Give your mama some money, wow. man. <laughs> I definitely got to give her money. Yeah, if you win. Right, so, yeah. Mom, now we, we we also flipped it up, and Donald Trump is on the line. Oh, really? Uh, oh, my Trump, God. You there? Yes, I'm here. I'm always here. Who? No. No, I understand. You've been here at W. But who's dressing you? You helped me win a lot of money. I'm doing I want to thank you, Miss Lemon. Are you there? Yeah, I don't It's me, Donald. Donald Trump. It's who? It's Donald Trump. Yes. So what, yeah. what do I got to do with the president? Well, he wants to talk to all too. He wants to talk to me about what? About, about rewarding you. Oh, are you going to reward yeah. me? you going to send me a lot yeah. of money or what? Well, I was thinking of uh, of flying you out to the White House and uh, treating you to a nice cheeseburger. Oh, to a nice cheeseburger. Oh, my goodness. I have McDonald's yeah. right around the corner over here. It's going to be big. Well, yes, but my my comes with a Happy Meal. Oh, oh okay. Well, be happy with your, with your burger, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you get ready. The helicopter's coming. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ma. All right, Mr. <laughs> Trump. Thanks for thanks for jumping in on this shit and not talking to Ukraine for us. So yeah. here, I'm gonna blast you out this way. <laughs> okay, Bob. Thanks for your pick. The rocket man. Okay, honey. <laughs> We'll talk to you later on. Have a great day. Oh, okay, okay. You I'll bring Rick Any last words? And all, all of you guys, Any thank last... you for talking to me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Bye. bye. All right. Bye, Mom. Okay, bye-bye. I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely out of the 
actually watched the movie. Lou, what did you think about the movie? On such a time Man, the movie was good. Um, you know, my kids watched it. They enjoyed it. Uh, I, I would have preferred him singing, but uh, Taron Egerton did a great job. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm impressed. I mean, it, it wasn't as great as, uh, as Bohemian Rhapsody, but it, it was pretty good. Yeah, I think I think what I was thinking, probably, I probably did everything that everybody else did, is I thought Bohemian Rhapsody first, and then I thought Rocketman was going to be on that level. It was funny because every time I shazam the songs, the dude who played, who was, who was singing the songs came up. It was his song that they had already tagged in all the shazams. Elton John got no credit for that. It was just all that guy. But yeah, he, he, he wanted he wanted uh, Taron to do it. You know, he, he did um, some other movies. Uh, it was a it was a cartoon. And he did a good job. Uh, and him and Elton worked together on um, on uh, was it Kingsman or whatever that was. But it, it was you know they really enjoyed each other. The movie was good, and uh, hopefully uh, Taron won an Oscar for his work. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think it was pretty good. It was like a it's like watching the old 1970s, 1970s musical. That's what it reminded me of. It was all right. It's time to punch the losers in the face. Welcome to Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen, on Soul Radio. Kitchen Radio. And this is a guy who has the potential to blow the hinges off of things. Got to leave the past behind and move on to the next play. On Soul Kitchen, on Soul Radio. Kitchen Radio. He's going to get a Christmas card. And now there's tight end Kittles and Bits. Dude, I, I am just amazed by this guy. On Soul Kitchen, Soul Radio. Kitchen Radio. That I was surprised because of the team. Uh, first carry of his career, he fumbled the ball. This guy, wide receiver Michael Thomas, he's solid, man. I love uh, making my Michelada, my Chenchelada. Uh, but I've been up since like 5 in the morning, man, freaking out on my lineup, all five of them. So. On Soul Kitchen Radio. I got a hunch. I got a hunch. One half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're taking your team to the next level. It's Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. This is Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. You want your team to win? Call us now. Fantasy Football. I just love hearing that little crazy train intro. I, I, I. That tells me that it's Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio time, and it brings us back to where we've been. Lou, Misha, how long have we been doing this? I think this has to be season five. We've been doing this probably five, six years right now. Yeah, well, it feels like we've been doing it for for even longer than that for some reason. I watched Cowboys. Right, well, because we originally started, when, when did we, when was it, Mike, when we started doing, we were, we were making elephants and sharks out of cucumbers? Oh, man, yeah, see, that, you remember that what year that was? was? Like, that was like 10 years no. ago. And even longer than that. I think it was about that ten years ago, man. We just uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe even man, maybe so even longer. 
Yeah, because I just talked to old Major the other day, and and we was talking about he, he, was, he was talking about his radio show and stuff. And I was like, yeah. man, we we did that radio show. We did Soul Kitchen Radio, regular Soul Kitchen Radio for about four years. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, I, I, I remember being on a porch in, in San Francisco uh, when I was living on Hate Street, and that was like eight, nine years ago. Something I haven't done fantasy football, so, so we're, we could be, yeah, we could be doing it almost 10 years. Yeah, we're going to go 20 years strong, and then luckily we got Racist Brian. You introduced me to Racist Brian, and that's how we got Memphis Lou. And now we're brothers. Hey, that's how I got in, man. Brian, Brian calls in. He says, he says, hey, man, I'm doing this show with Rick Camacho, man. He, he's, a, he's a Mexican. He's great, man. He's great. I should have known then when he said he's a Mexican instead of saying that you know, he's my friend. <laughs> you know, but, but, but Brian's good people, man. He called me last night. He's in Nashville. Uh, trying to get me to come up, I'm like, dude, I'm down in Florida right now, so maybe I'll catch you when I get back. But um, yeah. but yeah, he told me to call in, and man, Rick was Rick was just so cool. He's like, man, uh, we talked for the first segment. He said, hold the line, we're gonna take a call. And I've been on hold, man, for like six years now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I and I and I yeah. got to meet Memphis. I got to meet Memphis Lou this year too in person. Last year I was in Memphis with Memphis Lou, right? We just got to get Memphis Lou out here to the Bay Area now. That's our next goal is to get him out here to, to, a, to a good uh, football game out here in the Bay Area. Right, that's what's up. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to hurry up because the Raiders are leaving. You're going to have to take them to the 49ers game. I don't know if you're okay with that, Rick. <laughs> Yeah, we don't like to do yeah. that, but yeah. But you know what? In the future, I'd be down to go to Vegas to a Raiders game as a group. Yeah, I think that's that's gonna have to be our move. Yeah, absolutely. What a weekend that would absolutely. be. Go get the radio in mm-hmm. in Vegas doing fantasy football and going to the game, the Raiders mm-hmm. Cowboys game in Las Vegas. How's that, Lou? Hey, that would be. Awesome. awesome. I've never been to Vegas. We 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 tear the we tear the town up. I feel yep. like I feel like I feel like Raiders. If you have a main team, but uh, but Raiders Raiders is like everyone's little secret side hole team. You know, they secretly want to know what the Raiders <laughs> are doing. They're like they're like, you know, they're like that ride or die, you know, side hole. That's that's what the Raiders are. At least in my head. <laughs> but that'd be awesome. That'd be a cool trip for all of us. Yeah. All right, so let's get into how how's your team's been going been going, Mike? Uh, they've been pretty pretty damn good this year, uh that I got to not fully auto draft. Uh <laughs> I uh I can say <laughs> I can take pride into saying that, hey, uh, the picks that are doing awesome, I picked them, and the picks that suck, I did them too. So, you know, it's all on me this year. But so far, so far, they're all above 500. So that's, so far, I can uh, enjoy that. And and I don't have a million teams this year. So I can look over three teams a little easier. 
Yeah, I got so. rid of one of my teams. I'm only I'm down to seven right now. How many you got? How many you got, Luke? I know you got three for sure. Uh, I'm 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 down I'm down one team, so I only got six now. Oh, okay. four, four ESPN and two. Uh, I'm sorry, four Yahoo, and uh, and two ESPN leagues. All right, so here's some of my here's some of my lineups this week, and and we're looking for a waiver flavor. In fact, let me tell you guys, I was listening. I always listen to SiriusXM Fantasy Football because I get a lot of I get a lot of insight from them, a lot of inspiration from SiriusXM Fantasy Football. But I was listening. They had a they had a segment, and it was called the waiver flavor. And I was like, "Son of a some of a bitch." That's our segment, the waiver <laughs> flavor. That's what we've been doing. We're gonna get them. For, we've been doing uh, that for years. For, for gimmick infringement. Yeah, gimmick infringement. There it is. But we're gonna go with our waiver flavor because we go way back, and we're gonna throw this in. Let me know who is your who is your waiver flavor. For this week, and here we go. I heard you got the people for the flavor. I heard you got the people for the flavor. I heard you got the people for the flavor. Somebody said you had it. On Soul Kitchen Radio. I heard you got the people for the flavor. I heard you got the people for the flavor. I heard you got the people for the flavor. Hurry up and get a scoop before it's gone. On Soul Kitchen Radio. All right, let's start with you, Memphis Lou. Who do you got out there? Man, you know, I, I already told you uh, I'm high up on Jacoby Brissett, but another uh, waiver flavor guy. Uh, I, I hate to say it because I, I just I detest his team. But uh, Danny Jones, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, the new heir apparent uh, to be the king of New York, man, a quarterback for the New York Football Giants. I mean, this dude has come off the bench and I mean has supplanted Eli Manning. You know, a, a two-time Super Bowl winner. Um, it, it wasn't pretty how the uh, the New York Giants did it. Uh, they were they were very low brow in their movement. But Danny Dimes has come in against Tampa Bay. Uh, he lit them up for 336 yards, two touchdowns, and scored 43.2 fantasy football points. The next week against Washington, it wasn't as great, but he still put up 225 yards, scored a touchdown. He threw two picks, but still that's 16.4 points and. As a quarterback, you know, you need a quarterback that's going to put you in double digits. And, you know, this guy is only owned in 56% of ESPN fantasy football leagues, you know. So he is still available for a lot of you guys out there. So go pick him up. Uh, Danny, Danny Dimes will be a guy that can help you down the line. Uh, Rick, you said it earlier, he has some wide receivers coming back. You know, then you're going to have uh, Saquon Barkley returning, you know, and so that's just going to help the passing game even more when you have that stud at running back, you know, so they have to play on us. So go pick up Danny Dimes, man. Big money for you. I heard you got the people for the flavor. I heard you got the people for the flavor. I heard you got the people for the flavor. Somebody said you had it going on. Soul Kitchen Radio. I heard you got the people for the flavor. I heard you got the people for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. Hurry up and get a scoop before it's gone. On Soul Kitchen Radio. All right, waiver flavor. Who do you got, Misha? Who's your waiver flavor? Do you know for this for this uh, thing for this my jambalaya? I'm gonna throw in another quarterback into this one, and that is gonna be Mr. Uncle Rico, uh, (laughs) aka 
Gardner into the second. Uh, you know, he he looks funny. He looks silly. Uh, we, we don't 100% respect his team, I guess. But he, you know, he's really drummed up a lot of energy in that city. The, the, the guys that are, you know, weren't performing before, they seem to have a nice spark uh, in their feet again, uh, starting with, with his uh, running back. Uh, so he's been utilized. So I think Gardner Minshew, he's, uh, he's been a steady, steady guy. Um, definitely a nice little fun pickup because you just you never know if he's gonna go off a bit more if he's just going up because he's definitely not going down. He seems like he's uh, he's been playing like a true winner for that city right now. So I would, I would. Gentlemen, which brings me to my next season. point. Don't smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can do it. You can do it all night long. Gardner Mitchell, you can do it. I heard you got the people for the flavor. Somebody said you had it going on. Soul Kitchen Radio. I heard you got the people for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. Hurry up and get a scoop before it's gone. On Soul Kitchen Radio. Yes, Misha, yes. Rick, you're gonna have to find a soundbite of uh, of Uncle Rico, Ricky, uh, Uncle Rico from uh, Rico, Napoleon Dynamite, talking about throwing yeah, the ball definitely. over the over the mountain. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna hear his name up good. a lot. Did you guys see the Did you see the ESPN uh, little mini clip of it when they did the whole yeah, they did the whole Uncle Rico thing? Yeah, and they threw it. They threw it over the. They threw it out of the stadium. Right there. That was pretty good. All right, so awesome. this is my here's my waiver flavor. Here's my waiver flavor. Who? So Who? He's, not really, he's not really a Chencho. It's definitely my waiver flavor. I'm just glad he finally showed up. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? It's Chancellor French Kisser in the house. Yeah, so we're in the middle of, of waiver flavor right now, Chance. And and I got a waiver flavor, but that's I'm not sure if he would really be a waiver flavor because he is 75% owned, but I've been on this dude since last year. And i tell you one thing. I hate Joe Flacco, but I love I love Cortland Sutton. You know, I hate Joe Flacco, but last year I I, I jumped on Cortland Sutton because I saw him. I saw him doing yeah. his thing. And this year he's just been – he's been having a great season. You know, 15, 15 points against Oakland. 120 yards in that game, 40 yards against Chicago, 87 yards against Green Bay, um, and then he then against Jacksonville against Gardner Minshew's team, he went nine targets, six receptions, 62 yards, and two touchdowns. And then this week with the uh, when they're going down to to LA to play the Chargers, I think he's going to have a great game. And Cortland Sutton is definitely my waiver flavor for this week. Because he can do it. You can do it. You can do it all night long. All right. And now, with no avail, everybody, finally, with the, with the show headed in the in the opposite direction, we got Frencho Ranches finally decided to join us. What's up, Chinch? 
What's up? What's up, man? Sorry I'm late, y'all, man. We got busy at work over here, so, you know, we're good now. Hey, what's the injury updates on Kansas City's running backs? Who know, who's got Who's got news? None of them are playing. They're, they're playing without running backs today. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wish it'd make my choice yeah, easier. Yeah, man, I got mm-hmm. Daryl Williams. And uh, whoa, who 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 who's that? Uh, Barack Obama in the back. Uh, what's up? <laughs> I arranged him. I was thinking about it. When are we gonna take shots over at each other's belly? Let's go, damn. Yeah, Memphis Lou in the house with his uh, tank top on somewhere, probably looking at stats. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at, looking at stats at, at the bar. Nice. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome, bro. Shout out to Memphis Lou, yeah. with the voice of the Memphis Tigers, man. That's awesome. Turning on the TV and listening to the, to the man. Do you have like a go? Do you have a go-to for the uh, like a, when they score a touchdown or a first down? You got anything cool? So when they when they score a first down, we'll do. That's another Memphis Tiger, and then the fans go first down. And they blow the horn. Oh, that's it's pretty cool. <laughs> so, hey, Sancho, what do you What's what do up? you think about what do you think about Greg Papa's Forty Nine er call? It's the, Have you the heard it? most. It's the worst thing in the world. I hate it more than anything. I hate Papa. I'm not a Papa fan. He's rude to my mom at a Monta Vista football game. Speaking of Monta Vista football game, Thursday, I'll see you there. Please don't beat them. Like, yeah, I'm going. Oh, what did he say? Touchdown, Santa Clara. Or San Francisco. Touchdown, San Francisco. Oh God, no. The worst. And and I hate it because Greg Papa has been my announcer for for years. Touchdown Raiders. And now he has to do touchdown. San Francisco, and they're nowhere near San Francisco. So all the away, all the away people go, "Wow, this is San Francisco." There's a amusement park right next door. Wow, this is great. <laughs> None of them go to San Francisco. No. no, there's no homeless people. There's nothing. That's a real San Francisco. There's homeless. There's needles. There's uh, God, man, it's disgusting. But are, are uh, you uh, saying Papa's, San Francisco's Papa's, a shithole? Uh, I would say that a hundred <laughs> times, yes. But uh, Papa, Papa's just don't, a, a whore, man. He just goes where the money is, dude. He's, he's he's announced for every single team in the Bay Area. I mean, there's no allegiance with he him. Sure That's has. fine. You got to make yeah, you got to make your money. He used to be with the A's back in the Giambi and the Hudson days for a little bit, and I was like, this guy's awesome. Next thing you know, he's you know he's part of the We Believe the or Giants. whatever the heck things. Yeah, with the Giants or the Don't Stop Believing guys. And let uh, me tell you, you know, man, there's no loyalty. There's no loyalty. No. So no, if, if you have a talent, no get when, your when money, money and get down. Nope. Go yeah, get your I, money. I, I, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I still don't you have can't, like the you guy. can't, uh, You can't blame Papa for what happened with Oakland because that was punk-ass Mark Davis. That was a punk-ass Mark Davis move. And that, mm-hmm. that right. move, when Mark Davis fired Papa, that made me really question my loyalty with the Raiders because I didn't because he had no loyalty towards Papa, right? And now mm-hmm. I know he has no loyalty towards the fans. 
and 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 I really I really hate the management of the Oakland Raiders. I love the team. I always ride with the team, but as far right. as as far as fucking with them like that, no. I didn't even I didn't even renew my season tickets this year because I was so upset Good. about what happened wow. in the off season. I was like, fuck them. Good man, they don't they don't so, deserve it. I mean, the way they treat so the fans, much, the way they treat you, everybody. Season tickets run. It's like 1500 for two tickets. Not too bad. But that's, when that's they it. go to Vegas, it's going to be, yeah, 1500 for two tickets. And great seats, too. But when they go to Vegas, wow. it's going to be like when San Francisco left to Santa Clara. It's $40,000 <laughs> ESL plus $150 tickets. You know, so it's going to be crazy in Vegas. Yeah, we, yeah we, we got a friend in Dallas, man. She has great seats. On um, the twelve yard line, ten rows up, and she pays about fifty to sixty thousand dollars per seat for a license for the right to yeah, buy the damn yeah. tickets. Like that, that's two yep, salaries. You still gotta buy the tickets, and you still gotta buy the tickets. That's not for real people. Nope. So that's just your license to the ticket, and then license to the seat, and then you have first dibs at any concert that comes there. You can buy the tickets to your seat for the concert. I don't care about that. that yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, this guy's yeah. over here going to Elton John farewell. You think he gives a shit about that? <laughs> hey, hey, my, my guy will be in Memphis on October 30th, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get me a uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Hope. me a, uh, a, a Dodgers uh, jersey with Elton on the back. <laughs> Hold me closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> uh, leave the uh, leave the damn. Make sure you leave the the Elton John stilettos at home. No, none of that. No, bring them. Bring them with. <laughs> they hurt, hurt my damn ankles. <laughs> they hurt ankles. Don't even lie. You you Memphis. You're the only black guy at those fucking conferences. Don't Dude, even lie. Let, bro. let me tell you. Let, let me tell you. So for, for you, are you afraid? <laughs> no, I mean I hold my own. But look, for, for our 10th anniversary, my, my wife got me front row tickets to the Elton John concert, and um, it was in Alabama. And so, you know, it's like the the speck of black in the whole area is me. <laughs> and and so at the end of the show, he's going down and he's signing he's signing uh, autographs on you know old old vinyl records and. And CD covers and shit. And so he's walking down, and he looks at me, and his eyes get get big. He reaches <laughs> over these three women. He grabs my CD cover. He finds mine. He's like, "Holy shit! It's a black dude. Let me sign this. Let me sign this album cover." <laughs> hey, and and that that signed cover sits on my nightstand, man. That, that was that oh, was man. awesome, man. Dude, dude showed me some love. You know, he's like, "Whoa, look at this black guy." You know, but, <laughs> hey, that's awesome. He's, he's still the man. There it is. There it is. There it is, Rocket Man. Hey, the first the first white guy on Soul Train. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Was he there before Bowie? Yep. Because oh, Bowie, Bowie Misha, got a couple. Who's your Rocket uh, Man? Couple. <laughs> yeah, who's your guilty pleasure, Misa? Who's your guilty pleasure? Oh, my guilty player. Player here. Music-wise? Yeah, who's your guilty Yeah. I'd say I'd say what's his um actually lately, um, if I could pronounce his name, but I've been playing him all the time. Um, I have several guilty pleasures. 
would say Lil Duval. I'm curious. We're curious. It's just, it's just, well, I say, uh, what the hell's her name? Oh, Come on, man. Give it to me. Celine Dion. I'll give it to you, baby. Don't it's, it's uh, Lana Del Rey. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She's kind of new, right? She's kind of new with the kids right now. Really wanted, oh, man. Is she a porn star? Even though most of the, yeah, that's most what of I the songs she sings are for girls that are breaking up, I'm like, girl, I'm with you. I feel you know, if she could do music and porn at the same time, that's respect. I mean, I don't, I'm not seeing her work, but the fact that she's making it, I respect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, hey, you know who my guilty pleasure is? Don't leave. Okay, don't. Andy Williams, don't leave your Andy Williams around me because it ain't going to be all right. I'm going to chomp it up. Oh, shit. Hey. <laughs> it's the most time of the year, that's the man right there. Don't play no Andy Williams around me and don't think I'm not going to be crying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, yeah, what about you? Oh, what about you, Rick? Who's your, who's your guilty? Who's the guy you're bumping, but you're not bumping it too loud when people come around? I, I mean, I, you know what? My guilty pleasure that I bump and it, and it pulls the tears out of my eyes is George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I can listen. <laughs> I can listen. I can listen to George Michael all the time, and, and close my eyes and feel like I'm back in the '80s. He brings me back to where I was, where life was so simple. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So yeah, Elton John, George Michael, Andy Williams. Come on, Misha, come with somebody old school. I got a Shaggy too. I love me some Shaggy. Oh, come on, <laughs> man. You got to go way back. You got to go back farther than that, Misa. I know you're young, but come on. Come on, baby. Yeah, he don't know who Boy George is. <laughs> yeah, I know Boy George. Oh, I see where you're going, man. Yeah, yeah, I know Boy George. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the case. I got to go with the Temptations and Nina Simone. Oh, Nina. Okay. Hey, man, went way back. She, okay. she is the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll bring you back. The, yeah, dude, I love, I could listen to Nina Simone all day. Oh, the speak. There you go. Oh, See yeah. how that just got. <laughs> oh, wait, are we doing a, are we doing a, what's this segment called? It's the music version. Isn't the second we had to do with somebody we had to turn the page on, somebody we had to get rid of? All right, who are yeah, you? I'm trying to get rid of Juju. Yeah. I love my brother Juju, but I got to get rid of this guy. He's got a terrible quarterback. He's not even playing football. He's asking his teammates what they're doing later after the game. He doesn't care. I'm turning the page on Juju. He's out of my life. <laughs> 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 I don't know where I just saw Juju last night. I just saw Juju last night. I was uh, introduced to him. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Juju. You gotta go. You know, and I was telling everybody earlier, man. I made this. I made the trade, and. And I had a, I had a, 
I had to make a super move in order to keep moving. And it did bring a tear to my eye. But Saquon Barkley. He's coming back. He's like coming back in like two weeks. In like one week, brother. And I'm hoping that he. And this is the Saquon. I don't know the lap of cry. But when you come back, I hope you mess up your other ankle. And you sit out the floor. And you stay outside. Stay on the sidelines, because right now, Saquon Barkley. Who did you get for him? I got, uh, I got, um, the Rams running back, so it wasn't too bad. Gurley? Yeah, Todd Gurley. What? I've actually, I've heard about this. I've heard about this trade. I've heard about this And put out of your life. Who's coming? Who's out of your life, Lou? That you we're gonna give this time for Lou. As I play this, you serenade him and let him know that she's out of your life. Who is it, Lou? <laughs> Man, Tyreek Hill. I, I was what? Come on. Yeah, Go ahead. Dude, he's, 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 what are you doing? How do you the injured guys? Do it to a guy who can defend himself. I need you to get off the injured leg or arm or whatever it is. Come on back and play, man. I, I need these points. I'm one of three in my big money league. Thanks to you. Fantasy football. Get on out of here. Andy Reid, get my guy. Get his shoulder squared away. Damn, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Misa, who's out of your life, man? We're, we're going to keep rolling with this. Who's out of your life you want to you know, just You know, he's out of everybody's lives technically. Uh, but, you know, he started to miss a bunch of kicks and extra points and field goals, and it was only inevitable. He must have been hurt. But Mr. Oh, Steven, you know, the consistent Patriots, uh, future Hall of Fame kicker, it was done with. You knew you was going to go with a Patriot, man. Come on. You Come know. on, baby. You know it. <laughs> you know you got it. Half the guys, half the guys that want to start are always Patriots. You're Larry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goskowski's out of here. And I had to, I had to kick Goskowski off of my team. He had a little IR pop up next to his name. So mm-hmm. out of my life too, man. All right, so look, we got 15 minutes to kick off, and we, we cut our segments a little crazy now because Tento wanted time to to come up with some shit. He was like, "No, we're going all the way to 10 o'clock. I need to set my lineup." So <laughs> we're gonna end. We're ending now because Tento needs to set up his lineup, and our time is coming to an end, everybody. But Soul Kitchen Radio is back, and that's what I really, really love. And and we, God, we're back. Baby come back. <laughs> so next week we coming up with some baby come back. We got the waiver flavor. Thanks to Mom, she showed up today and gave us our picks. Lou, run through those picks real quick for Mom. All right, we got the Rams, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Texans, the Panthers. 
the Patriots, the Steelers, the Jets, the Giants, the Saints, the Bills, the Raiders, the Cardinals, and America's team is going to roll, according to Mom. All right, man. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm tweeting them right now. uh, And thanks for Phil Robinson coming in on today from the Unfiltered Truth, the Raider Report, the Raider Rumble. You can catch them at theraiderrumble.com. Um, the Unfiltered Truth, Phil Robinson came through. Next week, I have a Philadelphia Eagles enthusiast who I'm going to try to get on the show. He is the Philadelphia Eagles reporter out there in Philadelphia. One of my frat brothers, I'm going to try to get him. I'll reach out to him and we'll get him on and see what's going on in Philly. Because today I need them Eagles to, to run the fly, Eagles fly over the Jets. Any last words, guys? Tento, what are you trying to see today? What's your last word for today? I'm trying to see what's going on with the Kansas City Chiefs running backs, and that's about it. All right. Yeah, and I'm trying to see you on Thursday. Are you going to come to my sideline, Tent? Come hang out with me? Yeah, I'll be, there on, I'll be there on Thursday. Please do not beat Monta Vista 88-6 like the freshman beat my team. Uh, 88 to 6. That's uh, I don't know. That's a record, and that's bullshit. You know, De La Salle just put up 44 points on on your freshman team, and so Pittsburgh's rolling into Monta Vista, and with the awesome OC offensive coordinator, yeah, that's me, Rick Camacho, calling all the plays, trying to put up 50 points on Monta Vista. Coach Camacho, call all your favorite plays. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm looking up for today. I'm looking to see some heroics from players that uh, maybe have been dormant. Uh, one of them being uh, a Dallas Cowboys tight end. I want to see Jason Witten. I want to see him going out for the gold time. That's what I want to see. All right. Well, we'll see. Where are you right now, Misha? Where are you at? Idaho. I'm in Boise, Utah. Idaho. You're in Idaho. Okay. You, you're you're Man, the potato guy. You're the host today. No, no <laughs> nice. potato. How the hell did you end up in Idaho? Wind turbines, baby. All right. Blue me in there. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis Lou, out in Florida. What, what, what you looking for today? Man, I'm about to go get this massage, and after that, I'm going to put on my Dak Prescott jersey, and I'm expecting him to step up today, put up big numbers against the Green Bay Packers. We owe these tricks. We're going to beat these tricks. We're going to stop a hole in we got to handle business against the Green Bay Packers and Mr. Rogers today. All right. Well, what I'm looking for is the Raiders. Hey, I'm looking for my Raiders to go into to London. Well, by the way, it is a home game. I don't know how many home people they're going to have there, but it's probably kind of like a like a Las Vegas home game. It's going to be the same way. But I'm looking for them to go in there and shut down Khalil Mack and leave my man in the car alone. We did not buy car insurance, so we need car to be left alone today. Tyrell Williams is out. I'm looking for Keelan Doss to step up. We had the inside report. As soon as Unfiltered Truth told us, Tyrell Williams was was hurt. He got the O on his name. It's almost like he knew what was going to happen. I threw in Keelan Doss. Let's see what happens. Let's watch a young rookie from Alameda go off today in London. And we don't even have a home game until November. So they are on the bye. They got a couple 
couple more away games, and then in November we'll see how see how it pans out, and we're going to the to the playoffs at least this year. That's what I'm saying. And by the way, Cento, I picked up Garoppolo in my ESPN league, so that fucking right, good man. Something. You can help Grab yourself. Yeah. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Next week, we're going to be on from 8.30 a.m. Pacific time until we get off this shit, until kickoff. And that's it. No kick the radio. See y'all next week. See y'all. Welcome to Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio.